Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, every Friday at this time, our pal John Feinstein joins us, best-selling author and Washington Post columnist. Golfdom has cold weather gear in stock now or warm weather apparel for those traveling to play. Visit Golfdom in Tyson's Annapolis in their newest location in Rockville. Golfdom, live the game. Morning, John. Morning, fellas. How are you? Hello. Good. Uh, wild card weekend. Of course, the Commanders aren't in it. It's been wild. Second. Wait a second. Wild card weekend, the Commanders? Super You're... wild card weekend, John. Yeah, it's called yeah, Super. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the two greatest coaches in college football and pro football uh-huh. both left their teams this week. Yeah. Four out of the five top-ranked teams in college basketball got beat, including the last two undefeateds. Yep. And uh, Pete Carroll is gone, mm-hmm. and you want to start with Wild Card Weekend? I wasn't. I was setting it up to get you to Saban, but you did it yourself. Okay, well, maybe I should host. <laughs> well, you used you're, to. You're welcome to. <laughs> you're Especially welcome to. <laughs> oh, I love so do you want to start with Saban or Belichick? Um, how do you see them different? They, they actually used to coach together in Cleveland. Yeah, they're um, friends. Yeah. Uh, I see Saban seems like... He's retiring for good, says a lot of it had to do with energy. Who knows if it had right. to do with NIL and transfer portal and all that stuff. Uh, right. But Belichick looks like he wants to keep going. Yeah, I think so. I, I think he does. I mean, it was pretty obvious that Kraft fired him. Um, you know, maybe maybe there was a conversation about Bill just coaching as opposed to being coaching GM, which is where the failures came. Uh, and, I, you know, I think he will coach again. There are plenty of open jobs. The first one that comes to mind to me is San Diego because they have a good young quarterback. Um, but there are eight jobs open right now. And uh, I, 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 Kraft even referenced it. He said, you know, I'll root for you except when you're playing against us. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think he will probably coach somewhere. Um, I don't think he'll take a year off and then coach somewhere because he's going to be 72. Uh, I think Saban is done. Uh, he's also 72. Uh, he goes out on a much happier note, obviously, than Belichick, and, I, and goes out on uh, of his own accord. I think that's pretty clear. Uh, but what a stunning 24 hours! Uh, oh, you know, it's it's very rare that I hear something or see something on the crawl or whatever where I go, "What?" Mm-hmm. And it, it, the Saban thing was stunning. The Belichick thing, we weren't stunned. Right, I mean, right. everybody kind of knew that was coming. Uh, even though Belichick kept saying, well, I'm just coming to work and doing my job. Uh, so it, it was a stunning week. And then, you know, as a basketball fan, um, to wake up one morning uh, and see that both Purdue and Houston uh, 
who was the last undefeated, had gone down, was was remarkable. And I, I I woke up yesterday morning. I didn't watch any basketball Wednesday night for some reason. I was doing something, and I picked up the paper and I'm going through the scores and I see UCF yep. beat Kansas. Kansas, yep. That's stunning. And Tennessee went on the road. They lost to Mississippi. They State. They lost to Mississippi State. Yeah. Did you see UCLA team. got beat by sixty last night? No, I did not see that. Yeah, there's UCLA, another stunner. Yeah, they got, well, UCLA is not good. They're not good, but they got but beat 60 by sixty. UCLA. Well, was close. Just I think it was ninety. I think it was ninety to forty-four. So I'm exaggerating a little. Well, bit. that's it, how many times did John Wooden ever lose a game by fifty? Yeah. Um, so hold on, 45. getting back to Belichick real quick. Yeah, I, I know we're throwing out teams that could possibly want him, and the Chargers obviously are up there. But could you see a scenario where? Um, McCarthy in Dallas, if he doesn't do well, let's just say they lost this weekend, right. or Philadelphia, Sirianni, you know how Laurie is up there. He's psycho. He'll, he'll fire anybody. Um, could you see a scenario where if they don't kind of reach what they what Laurie wants and, and get to a right. conference championship or a Super Bowl or Jerry Jones, they make a move and say, I'm bringing Bill Belichick in? Wouldn't shock. Well, yeah, it would, it would certainly surprise me, but yeah, yeah. it wouldn't shock me. Um, and you're right about Loria being crazy, and it's amazing. The Eagles were in the Super Bowl last year, and they were ten and one earlier this season. And I, I, you know, I've been driving through Philadelphia and New York a lot doing this Ivy League book, and people in Philadelphia are all over Sirianni, uh, and you know the way you would expect them to be over a guy with Ron Rivera's record, and it, I, it, I wouldn't rule it out if they get beat. Uh, and they're playing a team they should beat even on the road. Um, I wouldn't rule it. I would not rule it out. It, I would not. It would not be one of those deals where I would go what mm. if it were to happen. And uh, why wouldn't Belichick want to coach in Philadelphia? It's, it's a great city. It's a great franchise. Um, I could see it. Uh, and now again, I still think Belichick likes to play golf. He likes warm weather. Is that right? Yeah, oh yeah. That. He plays in the uh, Pebble Beach thing every year. Mm. And he's not a bad player, um, and I, I I could see that happen. I could see San Diego happening. Um, I was I was going to ask you, John. Did you like all these years? Did you ever really sort of cover him? He's such an enigma to <laughs> us. I know, yeah. like sort of in the lacrosse world. Actually, he he's very friendly, and yep. you know, you know, he's, he loves he's, lacrosse. Loves lacrosse, right? And all so I see him in play, a different coached. I see him in a different light that way. But yep. this football persona is such a grumpy jerk. Curmudgeon. And I, yeah, and Curmudgeon. I know he's doing a bit, but, like, what's he really like? Well, I, I wouldn't claim to know him well enough to say this yeah. is what he's really like. But I do know him <laughs> a little bit, uh, largely because of his dad. Mm-hmm. You know, his dad coached at Navy for 34 years and was retired when I was doing the uh, Civil War, but was uh, was always around. Mm-hmm. And was around when I did the games on radio, and and completely opposite personality from his son. I mean, outgoing, funny storyteller, loved to sit around in the morning with coffee and tell stories. And so I got to know Steve pretty well, and through that I got to know Bill a little bit. Um, and we would exchange occasional emails, and uh, I actually mm-hmm. went to see him in his office. What, what year was it? 2009. Because I wanted to do a book on Brady coming back after the knee injury. Mm-hmm. And I knew if Bill supported me, then Tom might go for it. And Bill just went, Tom doesn't want to do that. You know, he wants to focus on his comeback and being healthy and playing well. And I understood. I, I figured it was worth a try, though, since he was willing to take time to see me. So we, we've always gotten along. 
I, I know there's a lot more sense of humor there than people see. In fact, I introduced him. They had a dinner at Navy, I guess it's a year ago, September now, uh, to honor George Welsh and Rick Forzano after both had passed away. And uh, the five, Bill was one of the five speakers. And I was the MC of the dinner, so I introduced him. And I did, you know, the usual jokes about uh, what time do you have to have the suit back tonight and uh, where's the hoodie. And, um, thing. and I, I mentioned Steve, and, and when I talked about Steve's personality, I said clearly the apple doesn't fall far from the tree because mm-hmm. Bill's so different than Steve. And Bill got up and, 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 and looked at me and said, geez, John, I didn't realize this was a roast. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he does have a sense of humor. Um, but he just doesn't show it to people very often, does he? And and guys who know him better than me, guys like Bob Ryan, who spent time with him through the years, say that you know if you have dinner with him, he's very very funny and and a, and a good companion. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Where, what do you think? Well, when they show those NFL films videos, um, yeah. of him. Now he's on the field, so he's talking business, but. It's a lot different when we're talking to other coaches and talking mm-hmm. to players and criticizing players. He's like normal. He's normal. It's yeah. a lot different yeah. than what you see after a game, yeah. Yeah, yeah and like you, you said, it, 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 it is a shtick. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he does it very intentionally. I mean, yesterday was, was, was interesting because even though he was still talking in the Belichick monotone, uh, he was clearly emotional. And, and, of course, we haven't seen that much through the years. We've seen him stand up and talk after winning Super Bowls and basically say, I've both said, by the way, when he writes his autobiography, the title should be On to Cincinnati. Hmm. I mean, that, that just because that fits who he has been publicly through the years. And, by the way, they did go on to Cincinnati. They won, and then they won the Super Bowl hmm. after starting one and two. So, um, yeah, you're right, Jason. He's... he's uh, as with many people, the guy you see in public is different than the guy uh, you see privately. Now, there are exceptions to that. Dick Vitale is the same person in private as he is in public. He's <laughs> right. jumping up and down, going crazy, getting excited. That's just who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but Belichick, obviously, is not that Well, you know who else is like that, I think, is Pete Carroll. He appears to be yeah. the way he is on the field and at the podium, etc., Yep, yep. He's, he seems like he's always wound up and excited and enthusiastic. I don't know him well. I met him a few times when he was at Southern Cal. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, I would I would certainly agree that's a good assessment. Are you disappointed that Harris came out and said he's, they're not interested in Belichick? No, I'm not, because I, I, you guys asked me a couple of weeks ago, you know, should they go after Belichick? And my answer is no. There's, you're starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bill's going to be 72. Um and uh, so, no, I, I'm not disappointed. I think they. I, I think I said this last week. If I were Josh Harris, and again, this is probably a long shot. Not probably. It is a long shot. But I would. I would go to Pittsburgh, and I would meet with Mike Tomlin, and I'd put a blank check in front of him, and say how much, hmm. because he's 52. He's a great coach. Uh, he'd be a great personality for this town. And uh, and and he he might he might be at a point where eh, seventeen years won a Super Bowl, long time. Maybe I want to start fresh somewhere. Well, you'd have to That'd trade be my for, first play. You'd have to what? trade for him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. what? All right. Well, I'm just saying so you have what? to give up draft picks. So they've got a lot of them. It's a good time to do it. Um, would you give up the number two draft pick for Mike Tomlin? I would. High, yes. The high number two. Oh. Yeah, mm. I would. Um, and in part because first of all, you. you um, there, there are several good quarterbacks in this draft, but we don't know which is the best. I mean, everybody says it's Caleb Williams. Maybe it is, but he'd go number one mm-hmm. anyway. 
Um, Drake May, who knows? Maybe he's the next great quarterback. Maybe he's not. But, uh, you know, I, I, I like Jaden Daniels a lot. I like Penix a lot, even though he did not have a good game against Michigan. Oh, by the way, I didn't even bother to mention that Michigan won the national championship this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, that crazy <laughs> week. Four days ago, and it feels like it was a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I would take that shot. You know, it's like a lifetime shot to get a guy like that. I was thinking about this this morning because I think we agree the two greatest coaches, totally different eras, are Belichick and Lombardi. What would Lombardi have done had he not died when he got to Washington? We'll never know. He mm-hmm. was still a relative. I think he's 57. Wow. And. Uh, so, you know, you, you you never know about stuff like that. But I'm a big Tomlin fan, as you guys know. That would be my oh, first Oh, I think play. Tomlin's great. What, what, um, what did you make of uh, Washington and the Harris group uh, connecting with Bob Myers? I don't know Bob Myers. I know Steve Kerr very well, as you guys know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know Bob Myers. He hired Steve Kerr. Um, he's a basketball guy. But to me, uh, one thing I would say is coaching is coaching. If Sky has the right traits to be a great coach – he will be a great coach, regardless of sport. Knight used to tell me all the time that he wished he'd been a football coach, that he thought he'd have been a better football coach than a basketball coach. Um, he also thought he should be commissioner of baseball, so who knows. Hmm. Um, but I, 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 I don't think that's a bad move. Let's put it that way. They don't necessarily have to listen to what um, Myers and who, who's, who's the other basketball guy? That they brought in. No, they didn't well, bring they brought in basketball Rick guy. They got Spielman. Oh yeah, Chris Spielman. He's a football guy. Um, they don't Spearman. have to listen to what they tell him, mm-hmm. but it's not bad to have input from guys like that. I, I have no problem with that. Right. You know, it's sort of the opposite of Dan Snyder, who never listened to anybody mm-hmm. except for uh, you know Vinny Serrato for crying out loud. His cronies. Well, yes, they do have two basketball guys because Magic is on the advisory board. That's right. Oh, there you yes. go. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. Forgot about and, him. <laughs> Yeah, hard to to forget about magic. But but again, remember the famous time when Ted Leonsis said he talked to 89 guys and then he hired from within. (laughs) So uh, who the heck knows? Uh, I do think, though, people are making, understandably, a big deal about the new coach. I think it's important to get the right general manager in place yeah. and let him hire the new coach so they work together. Yeah. Well, it's down to two now. It's down to Peters two guys. and Cunningham are the, the last two men standing. Who are the last two men standing? I'm sorry? Uh, Peters from San Francisco and Ian Cunningham from Chicago. Right. right. And, again, there's a, there's an unknown element in guys like that Yeah, because uh, they have mid-head coaches and everybody's got to get their first job somewhere. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I'd right, rather have Mike Tomlin. Yeah, hmm. <laughs> Tomlin. Everybody would. Yep. That's John right. Feinstein, best-selling author, Washington Post columnist. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Look forward to it. Yep. All right. Have a good Thank weekend. You. John, Here's of fun. course, brought to you by Golfdom. They have cold weather apparel in stock now or warm weather apparel if you're traveling to play. Visit Golfdom in Tyson's Annapolis in their newest location in Rockville. Golfdom, live the game. Remember, we still have tickets to go see the Caps take on the Ducks. Tickets to go see Chris Stapleton at Jiffy Lube Live. Stay tuned for that. Plus, Neil Greenberg will give us some winners for the weekend coming up at 925 on a football Friday, driven by your local Honda dealer. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106. Something the fan and the team 980 said we were going to give you a chance to win tickets to go see the Caps Ducks. Why don't we do it now? Caller 10 800 636 1067. We'll hook you up with two tickets to the Capitals game. Tuesday, January 16th, the Capital One Arena versus the Ducks. For tickets and the complete Capitals schedule, visit thefandc.com slash events. That's all courtesy of the Washington Capitals. So caller 10, we will hook you with those CAPS tickets, 800-636-1067. So a lot of news with the commanders. It's mostly been GM interviews behind the scenes and apparently is down to Peters and Cunningham. Peters Mm -hmm. is the San Francisco 49ers assistant GM and Cunningham uh, with the Bears. And usually you would say Bears, well, that they stink, but it's been... Just two years, I think, with the Bears. He was with the Ravens before that. And the Eagles. And with the Eagles. And with the Bears, I don't know if he pulled the trigger. They made a pretty good deal last year to acquire this year's number one pick. I'm sure he, I mean, he sounds like he's Mm. Ryan Poles' right-hand man there Mm. in Chicago. I mean, Poles has gone on record saying if Cunningham gets hired away, and it's a matter of, you know, it's not if, it's when, because Mm. he was on the circuit last year. He looked at the Titans job. I think he got beaten out for the Titans job by Rand Carthen. And then he was right. offered the Arizona job. And he said, you know what? No. I don't want this gig. Right. I'll wait for something better. <clears throat> and now he's back in the mix this year. So I don't know whether it's him or Peters that ultimately gets the nod. But, I mean, he's been in winning organizations. The Bears the last few years have not been winning. But, well, like you said, like he helped orchestrate, obviously, the trade to move down from one to nine. They bring in DJ Moore. They bring in a ton of picks. They basically take advantage of the Carolina Panthers' desperation. Good move. I don't see them trading that number one pick for to, to stay with Fields. I just don't see it. Could be totally wrong on that. But. It's hard to read because, I mean, they, they keep Eberflus, but then yeah. they get rid of most of the offensive staff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's hard to figure out what they're going to do. Because even though point. Fields was playing better the last five or six weeks in the fourth quarter, and so we went through the stats last week, the fourth mm-hmm. quarter numbers just weren't, weren't very good. Right. Now, they were winning games, and they had a winning record in the last two months, but um, I don't know if they they pass on a Caleb Williams the to, thing is, is to if you're, Fields. If you're mm-hmm. Eberflus, you're kind <clears throat> of in that Ron situation where, I guess it's different, but but like, You're who's going to save your job? Yeah. Like, is a rookie going to save your job? Caleb Williams right, right. likely to come in and have some success, but he's likely to struggle. Struggle, right? So, um, there's it'll be interesting. So Fields improving in his fifth year, or whatever, might save your job better than a rookie. Possibly, yeah. There's an interesting tweet from a guy named Kyle Lindeman. He has on Twitter, he's at luck is made ff fantasy football. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm told the Bears could likely get two, 36, and 40 from the Commanders to move back just one spot. Mm. Do you think the Commanders, we can open up this up to our callers at 800-636-1067, and whoever they end up with 
as the GM, whether it's Peters or Cunningham, would entertain moving up just one spot if that was the price. The price depends is you swap want. picks. Yeah, it depends on who they really Let's love. Let's say you're in love with Caleb Williams. Yeah. If you're you in love with Caleb them, Williams. You believe which he's Rick the next. Spielman is. Rick Spielman you, is. Well, you would, over you would absolutely give up 36 You believe he's the next Patrick Mahomes. So you give up the second pick. So it's just a swap yeah. to move up one spot. And then you give up those second rounders, 36 and 40. I think if they really loved one of those guys, yes, they would do it. I just think that another team's going to come in with a. If they. If they love Caleb Williams, just like you know, maybe Commanders do, they're obviously going to pay a lot more than the thirty-six right. maybe, maybe and the forty. The Falcons are sitting at eight, I believe. Yeah, and they're going to play they, multiple maybe ones. They just target take Caleb Williams, and they have to give up more yeah. to move up the draft board from down near. But it, 10. again, it just kind of depends on whatever GM they hire. Who do they really love? I just don't watch enough college football. Why <laughs> did Caleb Williams coming off the Heisman? Why did he have a down year this year? Well, I don't know if you had a down year. just didn't have a Compared year to like, the year before. Yeah. Well, first of all, their defense was atrocious. So it they was were, really bad. They were always, always in a shootout. So they was, he was throwing the ball a lot. They had to score 40 points to even have a shot to win. Um, from the games I saw, he against the good defenses, he just struggled because he tried to do too much. And their offensive line wasn't great. He threw but. The, Two or three picks against Notre Dame, yeah, right? Yeah, and that was one of the games I saw. But um, I mean, his numbers, he threw 30 and only had five picks. Yeah, I mean, but in the big games where you had to win, um, he's, he's, he was just asked to let do me, too let much. Let me ask and, you a question. And he didn't do, he didn't do what he was asked. Uh, let's assume, just for the sake of argument, I'm talking this through sort of on the fly, so work with me. Let's assume that Caleb and Drake May, you both, you kind of both rate him. They have different attributes, but you both rate him, say, 95 out of 100. Okay, mm-hmm. and you think they're sort of e- even though they have different sort of attributes, but they're both ninety five out of like 100. both of them. You like both of them. I'm telling you, or even you like Williams slightly more. The stuff I'm hearing about Williams, and then knowing like the fingernail stuff and the fu, yeah, stuff the immaturity, and, yeah, I, that might be enough to take a guy who I have slightly lower rated. Instead of him. And not have to give up the draft capital. Yeah, like, I yeah. mean, I think I, I'm, leaning, close. I'm leaning towards Drake May just because he might be more of a solid. I like the size, too. I know you love the size. 6'4", 230, I like that size. Yeah. And we haven't even really talked about what if what if they love Jaden Daniels and they, re, they just, you know, inside that yeah, brain they... trust, they say, well, we don't need to pick Jaden Daniels at two. We can move out of two and move down to like six. Yeah, we can wheel and deal, add some extra picks, still get the guy we really like, and maybe they're not in love with either Williams or May. Maybe they really like Jay Daniels. So yeah, you mentioned can, Spielman. We just so, have no idea. Yeah. So Cakes mentioned Spielman. Spielman's part of this search committee for the next president of football ops, right? And the head coach. Spielman is part of a podcast with Ryan Wilson on CBS called with the first pick and they do it every week so i just googled after you said it cakes Mm -hmm. rick spielman caleb williams this article is from october so it may have changed yep as the season progressed and i think usc kind of went in the tank later in the season right oh yeah they lost four out of the last five yeah things were unraveling but at at southern cal at this point of the season october 13th 2023 he said and he was a gm for 16 seasons that Caleb Williams was ahead of Peyton Manning in college as far as the evolution of, of a quarterback. Like he He said he's basically the 
the highest rated guy he has since Andrew Luck came but out. What if yes, he's he a nightmare. Andrew Luck. But what if he's a nightmare? What if he's a handful? Yeah, what if he, not that he is, and this is unfair, but what if he's like John Morant? Like he's just <laughs> a handful. Superstar, all the ability in the world, more than most. It's just a pain in the maybe, ass. Maybe he's just immature, and That's he can I mean. he can well, work his way through it. Like, I don't know. Maybe like, he's not going to be the same guy at 25 that he is at. Is he 21 or 22 at this point? I'm guessing, yeah. Well, he's maybe. definitely mature. I mean, to put F Utah on your fingernails right. and show the camera and then not shake hands with the team after the game and not talk to the media after losses. I mean, he's definitely got a maturity there's issue. Some, look, there's now, some that could be flags. worked out. But if you feel like he's the next Patrick Mahomes, I'd be willing to take on some take of those the red, I'd be willing to take on some of those red flags for yeah. a team that's been in the quarterback desert for thirty years. So you want to take like maybe he's a weirdo. Yeah, but I can like you know what? A lot of geniuses are weirdos. And savants are weirdos. I know weird but people. Like, how many of the elite quarterbacks? I mean, I guess Depends I on how high whoever is making the decision, how high above a guy like May or Daniels is he? Right. If it's pretty close, they may say, you know, we're not dealing with the off-the-field stuff and the maturity, and we like May's size better and Daniel's size I mean, and Who speed. did we have on the other day that said that <laughs> they had May, like, ranked higher than Burrow? The guy from PFF, right? Spielberger? Is he the guy? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But he said he also had Caleb Williams above him, too. He said both, he had of, both them. of them. Spielman yeah. said he would take Williams first overall in each of the past 11 drafts. But we also have. I need to interview him. I, I don't want to name. Kind of guy I don't want to name the name, but we also have someone who's within the NFL who says they've got May um, as a can't miss Andrew Luck comparison. Right. Okay. Now well, maybe I'm wording that the, wrong. If the Commanders but, brass comes to that consensus, yeah, then they might just be perfectly happy sitting at two and taking Drake May and Spielberger, yeah, who's an analytics guy from Pro Football Focus. Said both of them, as EB mentioned, over Burrow. I think. I think it was over, pretty much everybody like Trevor Lawrence. Everybody that's been drafted high here the last couple of years, over Bryce Young, over CJ Stroud. Is, what was Carolina's record this year? Like I know USC struggled, uh, but was Carolina like really? Didn't they win like four or five games? It wasn't great. I don't know if the, I can't remember what the exact record was. Carolina, they were nine they were and eight five. and five overall. Oh, eight and five. Okay, maybe they eight won their five. bowl game to get to nine and five. Not but, bad. But and I don't, he didn't, May was I don't missing think May played top, in that. He was missing his top wideout for I think the first like six or seven games well, of the season. Yeah, I think it was five. Tez Walker. Yeah, yeah. if I, he would have had Tez Walker the whole year, right. his numbers would have been better. Mm-hmm. Whoever it is between Drake or Caleb, if if Spielman or the new GM is so passionate and says this is my guy then I think you do have to seriously consider trading up because the Bears might have the exact same opinion. And if you're sold that Drake May is better than Caleb and you have to have him, the Bears might be thinking the same thing. You can't let the Bears take him. You can't just say, well, I'll just take the leftovers. Right. Yeah, but if the leftovers is also <laughs> elite. that Maybe if they're 1A, 1B. But if you think there's a big separation between the two, then I think you have to definitely consider well, that. I, 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 I lost my Patriots bet. I said Mike Vrabel was going to be the guy. He's not. No, I told you. This whole Mayo thing's been in the works for years. I know. I, was, I thought Vrabel would have been the perfect choice. You guys just ruined the breaking news sounder. <laughs> they didn't tell me they were going to do breaking news. I didn't. I didn't. No, I'm just saying you can do breaking news. I'm just talking. I, mean, I didn't it's see on, any It's news. all over the ESPN. We're not really I didn't breaking see any news. news. I just saw yesterday's tweets. Well, they already hired him. Yeah. Um, I, I, just, I, I don't know. I just think that. 
if if the Bears really like Caleb Williams, they love him. They're not taking any offers for him. For that right, besides the fingernails, what are your Caleb Williams red flags? Well, and a was lot of he crying were, in the stands? Well, a lot of people were upset that he was crying in the stands after I mean, a loss. kind of like weird. Family. I don't know. He's just like boohooing. But that's I good. Think, I, I want think you after to care. The, I think after the Utah loss, he refused to shake hands. He, Did he? he I, I think after the UCLA loss, I'm pretty sure it was UCLA loss, he didn't want to talk to the media. He might I, be I, a nightmare, dude. I'm getting nightmare vibes. I don't vibes. know if he's a nightmare. He's, there's, got, there's some issues there. Well, I don't think I want that from my leader of my football team. I don't want a guy else? painting on his fingernails, Why, yeah. F-U or whatever. What else do you need besides F-Utah on your fingernails? What else do you need? I mean, that's just butt immature. I don't know what else you need. Yeah, but... A lot, what what I mean, quarterbacks he, do that? He's a college quarterback. It's like the quarterbacks will stomp on an opposing field. I mean, it happens. Baker Mayfield put down the, the Oklahoma yeah. flag in the middle of Ohio Stadium when they beat Ohio State. Yeah. Like, that's... That's I mean, different. That a red flag? No, he got a lot of criticism. No, he, got criticized for that. he got criticized for that. Mm-hmm. That's different than painting your fingernails, F you. I saw a picture of him. I don't know that it's weird. I'm kind of Certainly not him. weird, but he I'm probably makes him. a lot of NIL money, right? Oh, oh so I saw much. a picture Millions. of where he, he's living, and it's baller already. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He stay, he's in like an L.A. penthouse. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it looks like some, somewhere like Leo DiCaprio would be living. Now, maybe some. But that said, he might have all those weird traits, and he might be a first guy in, last guy out, and in the film room like crazy. Like, I would just want to know. I know. You know I how like, know people that. think Kyler Murray's weird, and teammates don't necessarily love him, and he's. Right. Plays video games all the time, and right. they put that clause in his contract where he was supposed to be on the laptop a certain number of hours before they got mm-hmm. the criticism and took it out. Yeah, I would want to know that. What's the work ethic? I, I, well, yeah. you'll know. All that. I would need to interview the guy. I, you could, Joan, on my quarterback skills, my people reading skills are world class. Eric, what, what am <laughs> I worse? I'm the, I mean, I'm, I'm the best people reader Back in the world. Machines, a good start I'm the best pe- people reader in the world. That's true. They're pretty good. What about Max, though? You love it when Max is on the mound mouthing F you, mother effer. What's the difference between that and Caleb? It's on his team. Right. <laughs> I don't know. He knows Max. He has a personal He's a gamer. I don't know. I mean, I Michael know. Jordan one of the greatest S-talkers right. of all time. Yeah. Larry Bird, same way. So I, I don't know. I saw it's, it's still a little bit different painting it on your fingernails. I just think there's, yeah, that's just it's a just, disrespect. I don't even for... like guys that paint their fingernails, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. I might take them off well, just for that. A, it's a new era. <laughs> I know. If you paint your fingernails, you might be out. For me. You, you don't be, even have to put the F you on. scouting guys back in like the 60s. <laughs> I just like fun, kind of like normal guys. It's like normal guys. You want a nice, boring quarterback. <laughs> I want just normal guys. If you want to chime in, 800-636-1067. We're the junkies coming right back. We're so psyched to win $31,000 as a show. Let's oh, make it happen. Uh, that would be huge. Would love it. Who's got the biggest long shot of us? Valdez. 12 to 1. With, uh, Chris, Kirk. Chris Kirk. What did he shoot in the first round? How many back is he? Four, four under. Four, four back. back. So dicey. He's going for back to back. He's going for back to back wins. Yeah, he said? won last won week well. at Kapalua. You got, I, nice. I like it. You ride a hot hand. I like it. But. The, the, there's a good chance that the parlays will be over tonight. tonight. Right. Yeah, I mean, we need to pull, pull for your guys. Because you Sengun got Sengun to hit 30. Who uh, I'm betting 21. on some Euro. I don't even know where he's from. Where, where's I think Sengun? he's Turkish. I'm betting on a Turkish basketball I'm 98% player. 98% certain he's Turkish. He's really good. Yeah. But I don't know if he'll score 30. He doesn't do that he that averages, often. He averages 21, right? 
All right. So uh, he has to have a bomb, bomb game. I think he's averaging 24 this month. So. Yeah. He's got a third on his resume. But anyway, just looking at that uh, parlay, I'd be butt-sized to win it. All right, let's go to the phones. People want to weigh in. Should the commanders trade up to make sure they get their guy, or do you settle, whether it's Drake May or Caleb Williams? I mean, who knows how it falls out, but you're really settling wish, for number two. I really wish that the, new, the Harris Brain Trust would add me to the advisory board for the draft pick. Okay, for the so for I just can, the top draft pick. I, I would say nothing about X's and O's. Okay, I leave that to the pros. Yeah, what would your input? No, you be? want you want Harris to hire you to conduct the interview. I'm telling you, I've done this before with my kids, okay. like with recruiting mm-hmm. in high school and in college. I'm literally an elite <laughs> people reader. Okay, and I'm I like I'm batting a thousand. I, I know how to read, people. but I think that may be true. But I think you you would go into the Caleb Williams interview with. With a little bit of a preconceived you'd have, no, you'd have pre- Len bias. Preconceived, I don't like the fa- I don't like the I don't like the Peyton fingernails bit, but he could win me over. He could, sure. he could win me over. He could wow you. He could you know, dazzle you. You know, you know, didn't paint his fingernails f you before the draft. Jalen hurts. You know, you didn't do that. Terry McLaurin, right? Yeah. This is true. That those are the kind Just, of guys. Those are the kind of guys mm-hmm. I'm interested. Yeah, but in. if you go for that, I'm not I mean, interested. You, know in, you might miss on somebody. I just I don't know. You might then, miss on. I don't he think hasn't so. done that. Would you rather have Justin Jefferson or Terry McLaurin? Well, you know the answer. Well, to that. Yeah. I don't know Justin Jefferson. He might be. And I'm I not saying he paints his fingernails or anything like that, but he's got a little more personality. He's like flashy. Yeah, way, Terry he's flashy. I'm yeah. blown away by John Morant's talent, but he's a nightmare. He's a nightmare. You'd still rather think, have him over Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson, another nightmare. But I might ha- rather have, I don't know, give me another guy that, other than John Morant, who's like super talented. Like I, Dr- well, I don't know, Devin Booker. Draymond Green. Know. Draymond Green. Somebody, well, yeah. no, Draymond's a nightmare. Yeah. I would stay away from Draymond. How much would you charge the Harris Group for your interview of Caleb Williams? I will, I will, do, I will donate my service. Free? Freebie? I'll donate my services to prove my chops. Mm, okay. I, my people reading skills... Do you have no a, one's better. Do you have a list of questions? You know what we need to do. You know what we need to do. We got to we got to plan this. What's the what's the game show? It's like I have a secret or something like yeah, that. Bring in okay. a to bunch tell of the truth. Yeah, to tell yeah. the truth. Bring in to a tell bunch the of truth. Yeah. We'll bring in with, uh, three people. And we'll yes. have a to tell the truth thing. Yeah. And then sniff them out. Yeah. And Eric's job is to sniff them out. Bring in an ex-con and somebody who's like Harvard educated. Yeah. Yeah. I'll sniff. I'll sniff Just out a big the big cross section of society. <laughs> the psycho. Right, that's our that's our plan for next week. We got to figure out a yeah. premise, and then we'll do it to tell the truth with Eric. Yeah. Okay. Good. My people reading <laughs> skills are the world class. Yeah. I mean, they, they never fail me. Why did you you not really read RG three until a couple years later? It took me no. Even though there was like that one. Remember, there was the one <laughs> the guy. The one guy, Bob McGinn. <laughs> yeah. I think it was Bob McGinn. Was he con. was an elite people reader. He really was. Robert was. I didn't know Robert. With, with his, I didn't know him. I know. Weird sock game. You were his, all in on him. His weird bits and his sayings. I and, know. You're right. Yeah. No, that guy nailed him. He nailed him. <laughs> you right. didn't listen. Robert. You're bit, swept yeah, away with the game play. to one guy. He was the one voice. RG3, big giant narcissist. <laughs> he like the loves biggest. doing bits on Twitter now. He does. Yeah. Wife. He's always. Mm-hmm. He's like, does he want to be an actor? I don't know. I don't what know. What's he doing? <laughs> he's always jumping in water. You know what he's doing? He's jumping making in... money doing it all. No, he's making money. He knows how to monetize. Those videos go viral. He knows yeah. how to monetize. <laughs> yeah. But he's like at a game and he's jumping. 
He's always jumping in water, like, right? <laughs> or he's, he's like sprinting. Well, he's like in a suit. He's the shtick guy. Racing a freaking bird. That's it. He's the shtick guy. <laughs> he's the shtick guy. Much like, like Lee Corso, whenever yeah. he first he's put the on a helmet and people liked it, yeah, he had to become. Don't you feel like it's a little bit more endearing when Lee Corso does? Well, because he's old now, but yeah. he's been doing it forever. Like he found his Nick. calling card, yep. found his bit. No, I think that Dave Rob, Letterman. I think Robert just loves the attention. Dave Letterman had a top ten list. Got popular. He never retired that bit. Yeah. All right. Let's bang out some of these calls. Let's go here. Let me see. It's like Junkie Shootout. We'll never retire. It's wildly popular. <laughs> yes. Let's go. Right to... up there with Letterman's top <laughs> Josh. Ten. It's, in... right, it's neck and neck. Upper Marble. Hey, Josh. What's up, man? You're all the junks. Hey, fellas. EB, you know I love you, man, but you cannot be on Josh Harris's advisory board because somehow another stellar example of your people evaluation Carson Wentz will somehow make it back in our building. And <laughs> but hold on, that's that, this yeah. different than a people no, Reading people and uh, talent evaluation. <laughs> yeah, I like this. I like this shit. You're going from, you're going from the exactly talent sector. When it comes to quarterbacks. Is all I understand everyone no, no. is down on me for that. No, no, By the way, no, I, I nailed Trey Lance. Yeah, I understand what you're doing, though. <laughs> I think you've got to be very careful ruling out Caleb Williams. This is the same donk stuff that people did with DK Metcalf. They got spun up over supposed I like character issues he dropped way too far and they missed out on literally a top 10 receiver in the league like this is you got to be really careful and just a serious question is writing something on your fingernails would that rank in the top 10 list of dumb things you did as a 19 or 20 or 21 year old if the answer is no then you can't rule this guy's out good guy out he's he's young people mature i we all did stupid stuff but that Listen, wasn't even that stupid. there's no chance jalen hurts did that touch. terry mclaurin didn't do that uh yeah, well i was I mean, jahan dotson didn't do that Justin jefferson did and and he threw 30 touchdowns in five picks last year while he was doing some of that, uh, you know, immature stuff. And so, I mean, I, I just think we got to be really, really careful about not ruling these guys out. Well, look, if, if, if whoever is making the decision has Caleb Williams significantly higher than a Drake May or Jaden mm-hmm. Daniels or whoever, then, yeah, of course you take it. But if they're close, no, but sometimes, if Jason, they're really close, even if he's super, that could be the edge. Even if they're super talented, yeah. there's something called a FUBAR list. I know. I understand <laughs> that. you saw Charlie Casserly's. That's yeah. a real thing. Well, also yeah. in an analytically driven organization like this one is, they're not going to want to part with those draft picks lightly. Like, they're, they're going to hold on to those super tight unless – they're super in love mm-hmm. with somebody to move up Eric, to one. Eric, I love what you're doing. You're pivoting, going from the <laughs> well, the listen, skill I, the skill assessment yeah. to the well, listen, to the I, personality assessment. You have to be humble yourself, and people don't want to hear my opinions. What, That's fine, but I know I'm an elite people reader. <laughs> hey, what do you elite? Uh, can you add this to the list? We we mentioned this before, but Jaden Daniels had pictures of himself. On his coat. I know that uh, was sport, a red flag for you. Sport in a sports jacket at the Heisman ceremony. Michael Penix had the names of his teammates and coaches. I like it. Yeah. It's a now good you contrast. Now you know you're doing I like a, it. You're doing like a draft day bit. I, well, now that, we're gonna now well, we well, start it's true. talking about like Bo Callahan not getting invited to his Well it's true. Of, Michael uh, Penix, all of his teammates, <laughs> what was linemen. The, Backup quarterbacks. Great. What was the draft day bit that EB thought was real? Oh, was they, put, they put a hundred dollar bill at the end of the book. I didn't see the movie. I didn't see the movie. <laughs> Great bit. Love. It's a cheesy movie, but it's worth a watch. I didn't see the movie. Sam Howe returned the hundred dollar bill. <laughs> I mean, Eric, there have been other quarterbacks that have been cocky and immature that have Absolutely. worked out. Yeah, of I course. mean, Big Ben was was definitely one of them. He's yeah. a Hall of Famer. I'm no, not right. saying that they haven't. 
I'm yeah. not saying he's, All he's saying he's is, and, and by the way, the difference is between one and two. I mean, Defend EB is what he's saying is he wouldn't trade up for one because there are, for him, some red flags on Caleb Williams, and he would just settle with whoever really the number two guy is. in my head that these guys, you look online at these reviews of Drake May, they're pretty freaking glowing. Yeah. You know how much I've seen Drake May play this year? Zero. <laughs> Three minutes. I saw right. the highlight so, reel. I mean, I have no opinion on his talent. I saw a highlight the, reel. The, the, Guy's the, throwing dimes on the run. He ran for a bunch of touchdowns, but on yeah. the run, throwing a dime like 60 yards downfield. He's good. I've He's seen good. him, throw, and then I actually I've seen saw him on the run left, throw across his body, yeah. throw a seat. Well, Caleb Williams ran for a bunch of touchdowns, sure. too. But I also saw somebody tweet, or like, this is Drake May's career. And he threw a dime like 60 yards into the end zone, and the guy just dropped it. I'll be honest yeah. with you. Prior like you to, like to look said, at all this. And like things. we said, if he had his number one receiver, Tez Walker, who will be an NFL receiver. Yeah, that dude's a stud. He, he, his numbers would have been better, and they mm-hmm. might have won a couple more games. Prior to like draft <laughs> season that we're in now, I mean, I had literally no file on Drake May, and I thought he was just some hype guy because they overhype all quarterbacks. thought there was very little substance to it. But now I've been on, you know, kind of re- reading stuff, and I've been on YouTube checking out people's critiques. Colt McCoy's, there's other people, other scouts. Colt McCoy, they're likes high him. on him. The yeah. people that knock they're really him, high on him. The people that knock him. What I've seen is they're just saying another UNC quarterback. His numbers are similar to Sam Howell. If you look, you know, so so immediately they're like, oh well, why would you go with Drake May? You already got Sam Howell. Their college careers, numbers wise, similar. Mm. He's taller. He's bigger. Six four, yeah. But I'm a big I'm a big character guy. <laughs> I know nothing about the character, big character of Drake guy. May. Yeah, don't know anything especially, about it. Not really of Caleb Especially Williams. at quarterback. Now, Tyreek Hill, I'd make an exception. That guy could bang 19 women in three days. Well, we know he's got bad character. Babies. Well, I mean, it's been I don't documented. Care. <laughs> that, that, that guy, he's so far above everybody else. I got to have Tyreek. He'd flail your character test. 100% he fails it. Coming well, up next, we shift gears, open up EB's entertainment page here on The Junkies. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.